And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we have the crazy belief that creating success and happiness is a daily conscious effort, which is why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, and each and every Wednesday, you can tune in to hear me interview a different consciousness changemaker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you into positive vibrations on a regular basis. Also, this Positive Head podcast is definitely a labor of love for Dalian and I, but make no mistake, it takes a lot of time, energy, and resources to produce five episodes each and every week for you, our listeners. So if you enjoy the Positive Head podcast, it would be stellar and much appreciated if you showed us your support at PositiveHead.com by picking up one of our unique Positive Head bracelets. Of course, you would most certainly be helping yourself in the process because it functions as much more than just another stylish accessory. And if you haven't ever seen one, they're really cool, simple little bracelets with our Flower of Life Sacred Geometry inspired logo. They're actually made out of recycled tires and metal, so our intention is, of course, to do something positive by giving new life to previously discarded goods, and as far as their functionality goes, they act as a daily reminder to help you focus on the positive aspects of your daily life. The concept was actually inspired by studies that you can read about on our our website, but besides that, many people believe just wearing something with sacred geometry is empowering in and of itself, uh, which you can also read about on our site. And of course, as the Buddha once famously said, what you think you become. So we believe having something on your wrist that reminds you to keep a positive head the same way a Fitbit reminds you to keep active makes a whole lot of sense. Of course, we charge way less than Fitbit for helping you to manage your mental health because we let you name your price for your positive head bracelet. The reason we do that is because our heartfelt intention is to spread the positivity at all costs, first and foremost. That is our primary aim. And we don't ever want money to stand in the way of somebody wearing one. So if money is super tight and you want to pay as low as our cost to get one, no problem. On the flip side, if you love our podcast and just hit the lotto and want to show us your support by paying a million dollars for one, well, that won't hurt our feelings much either, I assure you. Uh, lastly, we also recently added a unique new line of t-shirts that have what we call chemistry quotes written out on them that help to spread the positivity as well. So head over to positivehead.com, check out all our wares, pick something up to show us your support if you feel inclined to do so. All right, all you positive heads, here we go again. Hello, Dalian. Welcome back. Hi. Hi. How? Ow. Uh, greetings and salutations, <laughs> fellow Earthstronauts. Oh, um, Earthstronauts. I think, I think that's a new one on me, but I like it. Uh, yeah, I made that up a couple of weeks ago. Oh, oh you, aren't you creative? Uh, yeah, we fancy ourselves such wartsmiths around yeah. here or something. 
I wanted to get my well, thought about getting one time. <laughs> I I don't know. I think I was in uh maybe I had had a help from psychedelics or something at the moment. But I was thinking, I want to get the URL of all the word of all the world's wordsmiths. I'm the wordsmithiest.com. <laughs> uh, I know, yeah. Oh yeah. And I had an idea for it at the time, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me. Um I do all right for ESL, English as a second language. I am uh Chilean from Chile. So Spanish is my first language. But I love language in general. Language in general is um, just cool. But um, it turns out there's even like a possibly getting a, a little ahead of myself here. But yeah, like the the whole sort of uh, encoding and frequency and mm-hmm. sort of, you know, deeper meaning, Spelling, esoteric side spells. of language. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Yes, and we, we shall have. again. Yes, we shall. Well, what do we got, Dalian, today in way of a mysterious story of the day oh you know what hold on before you do i wanted to read this feedback i forgot to help uh, <laughs> we saw someone gave us a review or just wrote in and it was so nice i just want to take a moment um to acknowledge this person because it was like i said as we always talk about whenever we get feedback you guys give us reviews on itunes not only does it help us to get more exposure, but it, more than that, it helps uh, to fuel Dalian for this labor of love. It's completing the circle, and this definitely uh, did that. So this is from Mary Lou, and Mary Lou said, Dear Dalian and Brandon, hello from Nairobi. Nairobi. I wanted to take a moment to thank you for all the love and peace you bring into this world with your podcast, not only to those of us who listen, but also to those who we come in touch with and experience our growth, peace, and love. I came across a podcast during Easter weekend this year. I was in Ghana for work. I currently live in Nairobi. And well, prior to this, I was working in DC. I believe I listened to Tell the Story You Want to Hear episode with a clip from Abraham. Ever since then, I've been listening to one or two episodes of your show every day and has really triggered emotion, momentum in me to remember who I am. I am meditating a bit each morning, setting positive intentions, being kind with myself, And I even joined a self-realization circle with a teacher from Venezuela, my home country. With all the traveling and recently moving to Kenya, a breakup and being far away from loved ones, I had gotten a bit lost and now I am in the process of finding myself. For that, I have to thank you. Please keep spreading your learning and your love with us. Synchronicity is present in my life now and a good outlook on living and being here. May the light shine bright for you wherever you go. Namaste, Marilu. So cool. What a, I mean... Yeah, I don't need to say it. I say it every time. I mean, but it just never ceases to make me like I get the chills just hearing, you know, to have that kind of an effect on anyone and to sort of and and we can't really tell any of you guys something that your soul doesn't already know. Rather, you know, what we're here to do is I I always say I feel like my calling in this life is is to be a rememberer, a reminderer or (laughs) <laughs> and that's really all it is it's just like reminding us exactly. myself and anyone else who will listen hey remember who and what you are you are a divine being you know a spiritual being having a human experience not a human being trying to have some spiritual experience this is your natural birthright this is your power this is you know in any time i have in any small way helped to uh you know bring people back to their own power just through a tapping on the shoulder or you know the ear in this case it's uh man it feels so good so thank you for marilou for taking the time to to give us that feedback 
Yeah, it is super humbling every time for sure. It's it's getting to the point where, of course, now we're getting a little bit of a steady stream of these comments, and every time it's super humbling because every you time. think, yeah, it's just there's as exciting a life out there. Yeah, a person who we may or may never meet, but it's awesome that they've reached out because now we know they're out there, right? Yeah, it's a butterfly effect. You don't know, and what what you know, as she she even mentioned here, like the, not only those that are listening, but the people that come in contact with those who are listening, because it is vibration. So we're essentially just spreading this positive vibration together collectively, and it's you know such an honor to share this experience with all of you. So I love you all. Thank you so much. Yeah, it is super humbling to get these, and uh, I especially appreciate that people see the value in what we're doing because we're trying to live up to our highest ideal of how to um, go about this, really. For example, you know, every time that people say, oh, I love how you guys are not preachy about this stuff. Well, we I suppose we could be preachy, but we just don't think like that because the only way that we can sort of, um, you know, bring you this podcast every day is to um, share what we think is true, mm-hmm. but we are not so... Um, I guess, full of it or full of ourselves or, you know, can, you know, diluted by the whole thing to, to believe that we have all the answers or that, you know, there's like sort of a final point where you've figured it all out. Right. Obviously there's no such thing, right? I think so, when that happens, when you're done growing, you leave this place. <laughs> yeah. No, this reality is just so expansive that there's just no way to possibly, you know, really come to feel like you know it all. Right. Yeah. So all you can do is just sort of Wonder at the um, wonder at the wonder. Of yeah, it. wonder at the wonder of it all, and you know, talk about it, right? Like yeah, we, we're doing exactly. You know, I always think of weird things like I'm just thinking of now, so I'm gonna just go ahead and put it out there. So, where are we at? You know, we're almost a year. It's almost a year. I think it was May when we launched the first episode, and we're up to you know getting close to like a, you know two thousand listeners a day or so, and just continues to grow week over week. And you know, but you guys that are out there listening and tuning in and sharing with others, you're like the core uh, listener. So you know, you've really helped it to get to this sort of critical mass. And I feel confident that it will continue to spread and continue to grow because of the intentions behind it. Although I can release those expectations as well. If it never goes a step further, I, that's perfect too, but I feel, you know, intuitively that it will. And, uh, and it's because of you guys helping to, you know, spread the message also. And, and so you as our core listeners, the founding, you know, supporters of this year show too, um, I have decided to throw a party and uh, that party is going to happen in the afterlife on, um, you know, I don't know, a hundred years from now. Um, let's see, what is it? It's 2016. Okay. In the year 21. Well, hold on. Some of us, you still might be here, including me. So let's say, yeah, exactly. Uh, be okay. careful with that, yeah, buddy. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> okay. So let's say in the year 2516 earth timeline on the other side for those of us that are on the other side i'm going to throw a positive head um supporter party and you're all invited and uh we will you know we won't maybe think of this dalian as you saying well we may not ever meet now you know and i thought about it i'm like hold on no these are like soul family we're definitely going to meet we yeah, definitely know I each other but think, maybe right. not in this we, dimension we, exactly maybe not yes. in this dimension so i had to it says well we've got to i'm going to go ahead and set a party date right now like i want to as a thank you i want to throw and it's going to be a really good party so put it on your soul calendar did the year 2516 i want to make sure it's far enough out where um you know most of you are no longer in this uh you know, earthly body and, <laughs> and we will celebrate you for your support. All of you. Good job. How's that for some weirdness today for a weird story of the day? Well, <laughs> good job on, um, 
visualizing and picking up on the uh, future party that already exists somewhere out there in the time it's timeless happening now uh, actually yeah, on another yeah. channel right yeah no i mean you know that's it's it's funny and quirky and kind of weird sure, to contemplate great. but and honestly though it's like so me i love it <laughs> yeah but i mean i think of all right you know because like, you got me thinking with everything you said now about um you know eben alexander and his account of what a true soul family might be really like right so by that definition you're absolutely right. Like anyone who has ever even heard of the words positive head, I suppose, or has ever heard of one episode of our podcast is already there at that party. So yeah, it's, it's already a given, like in yep. my mind, it makes perfect sense. Yep. It's so, yeah, it's, it's not quite so ridiculous folks. It's <laughs> yep. actually, actually happened. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Well, Dalian. Okay. So back, all right, so yeah. back to course correction where we were, you were going to share a story. Yeah. After, after all that, I feel much better sharing my story now. So okay. yeah, that, that was a good detour. Good, good. Um, yeah, this article uh, that I'm bringing you today actually is kind of a long and, uh, deep read. Um, so I invite listen, listeners to get into this if they want. Absolutely. In fact, the website that I've found the article in mm-hmm. get holistic mm-hmm. seems like a cool site uh it's all centered of course on a uh, health and nutrition diet etc uh the human body but uh it, this is definitely kind of at the nexus of mysterious weird science oriented and everything Beautiful. it's about yeah it's about how the human dna is a biological internet and uh, yeah the other thing is that it's also in line with uh things that we've been talking about recently with the biology of belief the upcoming interview with Dr. Bruce Lipton, etc. Uh, so fascinating stuff. And the thing, Brandon, is that this is all based on a book that's, I think, only available in German right now. So part of what the uh, the person who wrote the article actually, you know, can read German, so they translated part part of the book themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And quote from it, but uh, it's based on research that's been done by Russian scientists uh, recently. And this includes Russian linguists, which I thought was fascinating. The article talks about how some Russian linguists got into um, looking at DNA sequencing. Mm-hmm. This is also reminiscent of something I've talked about recently, where uh, I think it was, um, I don't know, Middle Eastern um, mathematicians mm-hmm. that were looking at DNA sequencing as well and found, uh, you know, to them, it looked like the pattern was just way too obvious. And the way it's encoded, they mm-hmm. were like, this. there's there's no way that this is random mm-hmm. or that it's like some sort of just natural, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it looks intelligent, right? So these guys have, I suppose, taken this to the utmost extreme. And essentially what it amounts to is that the um, the human DNA, well, they say human DNA, but of course DNA is biological, right? Mm-hmm. So it applies to all uh, biological species, not just humanity. Right. But in particular, human DNA, uh, it, it essentially really acts as an internet. And so they make that comparison several times. They explain hmm. how it's just a network of information. Yeah. And the information can um, be up, updated within the network itself. Uh, it can actually, it's sort of alive in the network as this organic thing that changes and evolves over time and in response to new information that comes in, et cetera. That whole thing, that whole sort of model, right? Mm-hmm. The, one of the things that's fascinating is that the, uh, linguists that were involved in the in the uh, research here, they contributed findings to the actual encoding of the DNA. But they also uh, the sort of uh, interesting flip side of that was that they found words can affect DNA, uh, meaning they can um, you know affect what uh, DNA traits are expressed. Really, right? But again, this is a reference to the whole biology of belief thing. But uh, as part of this research, Brandon, they found that DNA can be uh, affected by 
um, you know, um, shining lasers mm -hmm. onto it. Essentially, they're just directing directing frequency in very specific and mm -hmm. uh, focused forms, right? So they used the laser, and then uh, they used language, mm -hmm. and that also had an effect. So that, wow. that's what gets into the whole, you know, sort of, um, yeah, uh, the, that would be kind of like the human human DNA interface of the network. Wow. But it's yeah, it's really fascinating because it's it sort of gives credence to all these implications that have been discussed. Like I said, you know, everything from biology belief to wow. the idea that yeah, DNA is really sort of like a almost like a living entity in itself. Yeah. The article Brandon gets into actually even some other uh really kind of uh, <laughs> mysterious and out there and tantalizing and crazy uh implications like for example how DNA could uh, have to do with a more paranormal um faculties like telekinesis or telepathy things like this mm -hmm. because it's essentially again information that's just trying to transmit itself over you know bridging any gap really physical or otherwise mm -hmm. so for example uh yeah i'll, I'll read you a, a quote from the article here this finally and scientifically explains why affirmations autogenous training hypnosis and the like can have such strong effects on humans and their bodies it is entirely normal and natural for our dna to react to language while Western researchers cut single genes from the DNA strands and insert them elsewhere, the Russians enthusiastically worked on devices that can influence the cellular metabolism through suitable modulated radio and light frequencies and thus repair genetic defects. Wow. So they were doing things like, what does it say here? They even captured information patterns of a particular DNA strand and transmitted it onto another, mm -hmm. thus reprogram reprogramming cells to another genome. So they successfully transformed, for example, frog embryos to salamander embryos yeah, simply by transmitting this. the DNA information pattern. Yep. Shining a laser through a frog embryo into a salamander, it turns the salamander embryo oh, into a frog. Oh, you hadn't heard about that particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I mean, that's just, yeah. Wild. <laughs> You're getting into, yeah, we're <laughs> hacking the creative matrix of it all biologically. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, the article, um, it goes into, into detail and all that, but it's cool. just, yeah. Very, very cool. All right, everyone. Well, I am pleased to say that I have the lovely Sue Krebs back with me on the show. And uh, Sue is going to give us a positive pondering breakdown today. Hello, Sue. How are you? Hi, Brandon. I'm good. Thanks. How are you? Oh, so good. I'm always uh, a little bit better when I get the pleasure of uh, mixing it up with you. So thank you for uh, showing up today. <laughs> oh, you bet. Thank you. It's always fun. It sure is. It sure is. I feel like you and I could do this every day, uh, although we might not get anything else done, but it sure would be a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we can figure out how to do that, we're going to. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> well, in the meantime, what do you got for us today? All right. Um, okay. The quote for today is, the experience of being listened to wholeheartedly by another person is one of life's richest gifts. And that's by mm. Robert Holden, PhD. And my thoughts on that were this. To be heard, to be seen, and to feel appreciated. These are the ultimate gifts of any relationship. As I continue to walk this journey of awakening to my true self, I'm gathering incredible yet unexpected treasures such as these along the way. Yet how many of us walk through life without feeling any of these things? We often look to others to give us these, to fill in gaps within, our, within us that we ourselves haven't taken the time to address. This experience of being listened to wholeheartedly is truly one of life's greatest treasures. However, let me clarify that before we go off on a rant that others just aren't willing to listen and it's so hard to find this, 
we must first tend to our own house. Let me explain. Being listened to appears to be a rare gift indeed. Yet the reason is not so much that others are unwilling to listen to us as it is that we ourselves have not quieted the demons in our heads that constantly tell us that we are unworthy of such undivided attention or unconditional acceptance. Those voices in our heads are what keep this experience at bay. We have not granted ourselves permission to be worthy of receiving this precious gift. Rather than acknowledging that we have not healed our own wounds deep enough to understand that it is our unworthiness that prevents others from being fully present with us, we tend to blame the world and others for their lack of empathy, understanding, and presence. Even if others were to grant us this gift, with those voices chastising us, would we even recognize or accept what was being offered to us? Probably not. So the crux of this gift is that we must first do the internal work. We must first reach the point where we are willing to accept this beautiful experience. Only then will we allow someone else to reflect back to us this gift of being truly seen and heard. How then is it possible for those of us still feeling unworthy at times to know moments of this? At our core, we are all worthy. Our soul knows this. And we all experience moments in time when we align with this deepest truth of who we are. Sometimes the experience is triggered by a person, a relationship, a moment of beauty, any experience really. And in that moment, we stop resisting the truth of ourselves. We, at least for that moment, know ourselves to be fully worthy, at one with all of creation. If our moment was initiated by a person, We might then allow ourselves to be fully heard. We might allow ourselves to accept this gift of unconditional presence. In the end, though, we must first allow it, however that comes about. When we can do this inner work of accepting ourselves, of aligning with this ever-present, deeper truth of who we are, it is then that we consistently invite into our lives the kind of people and relationships who offer this incredible gift to us. This is what drives me forward to continue facing my own inner demons, quieting those disparaging thought or disparaging voices to allow the real truth of who I am to shine forth. For in doing so, I allow myself the immeasurable and priceless gifts of connecting deeply with others for no other reason than it feels incredible to do so. Wonderful. And yes, it does feel incredible. It's the most incredible feeling there is. And, you know, instantly what I started thinking of is I'm listening to you and this, you know, wonderful uh, piece that you've written is if we can just uh, part of the, the biggest problem from from my view is how harshly we criticize ourselves. You know, what are those demons? They're you judging yourself, uh, why you're not good enough, what's wrong with you, you know, comparing yourself to others. All those sorts of things are so common and rampant with all humans. And if we can start to tell a different story about who we are and, you know, what I, I love the, the idea of just showing up, just because your soul was brave enough to be here, you are instantly infinitely worthy right. forget about what you've accomplished what you've done what you know what the guy next to you or in the, the neighbors able to accomplish none of that matters all that matters is is the fact that you're here you're instantly worthy of everything in anything that 
good that exists in this world, including the undivided attention of someone else like you're talking about. And, and then, of course, the other thing that I think uh, makes sense to help contribute to the creation of this sort of experience, going much, much lighter on yourself, but also um, – giving away what you want for yourself to others because how often do all of us uh you know we're talking but we're only halfway listening we're thinking about what we're going to say in response or or thinking about something else that we're wanting to do yeah 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 i want to get on to with my life doing this thing and if you can start saying okay this is a great gift that i am giving to the soul right now by listening and being fully present for them and you can approach it as in in you know, as we've talked about on recent shows, giving is the greatest gift that you have for yourself. Um, you instantly win. And once you figure that out, that gifting is the path to your own happiness. So start approaching any interaction with someone, maybe where you're normally halfway present or halfway acknowledging them or thinking about what you're going to say in response and say, okay, my, my job, my uh, whole aim with this interaction is to be fully present as a gift for this person. And then see how that changes that person's energy, how it changes your energy and what comes behind it, right? What then you start to attract the same sort of experience, but from the other end where someone is giving you their full presence and how wonderful that feels. Yeah. And, and I, I, I totally agree. And for me, I mean, there's obviously a multitude of ways to get to that. Um, and, and we each need to find what works right to the paths, yeah. the, the tools or whatever you will. But, and for me, that is always that looking and doing that internal work. So if I can, if I can shut off my demons that are criticizing, that are worried about what do I need to say? So I, they, they think I'm listening or, you know, whatever, whatever bullshit story is going through my head, right. quiet all that, then I can be fully present because I have no other agenda, but to be there, you know? And so yeah. for me that, that, that they go hand in hand, you know, I don't know which came yeah. first, the egg or the, uh, the chicken, right? It's one of those- <laughs> right. But but together they create that ability to be fully present. And of course, what we give out, we're creating more of that for ourselves. So absolutely, you know, when we can get quiet and we can be present, people are going to be present for us. And so, yep. yeah, that's a great way to look at it, you know. And, and again, we each have to just find find our own way to get to that point, you know. I mean, I have two kids that, that are like oil and water. and. Uh-huh. They, you know, forever are, well, he did this and he did that and he did that, you know, that back and forth, back and forth, right? And it's like, yeah. well, somebody's got to stop and do it differently. And and then, of course, you start that back and forth. Well, what, if he did it first, he did <laughs> It's just right, like, right, right. you know, it's the epitome of if you keep both doing this, you're going to both keep getting this. It just is. Right. And well, so- I, 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 Sorry, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying, so somebody's got to interrupt and it's the same thing for yep. us. If, if we are complaining that nobody's listening to us, we have to stop and ask that question. Am I listening to anybody else? Am I listening yeah. to myself? Can I get quiet? Can yeah. I just be, can I be present? Can I focus on somebody else? And a lot of times the answer is no. Well, yeah. then is it any wonder that we feel like nobody listens to us? So, right. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's a, you know, chase your tail kind of thing. But if you want it it's, different, you've got to do something different. You've got to change. Absolutely. Something. something so. 
It's always a reflection, and as we often say, and I, you know, I find kind of gamifying it, Sue, has helped me some. Um, sure. When I look at what is this, what is, you know, taking your kids, for example. Okay, what is the, you know, after a while, you can kind of see the pattern. Okay, I'm taking the hardline stance. He's taking the hardline stance. I'm saying, you know, um, you know, I'm entitled to, to my perspective. He's saying he's entitled to his perspective. And you kind of, you do this never ending dance and repeat the cycle, you know, forever. <laughs> so if you can uh, sort of observe that's happening in your life, this kind of these repeating patterns and, and, and then you say, okay, new game, new game is how do I rise completely above these patterns? I've been doing this for, you know, 10 years. I've always done the same thing and I keep getting the same sort of experience. Surprise, surprise. What if I just try and do my whole, the way I win is by taking the crazy high road. Even when I'm really right and he's really wrong and I believe that all, that's okay. I'm just going to completely sort of bend uh, in a way or do the opposite of what someone would do. What would someone normally do when this person's trying to get over uh, on the road, uh, you know, in front of me? Well, they're not, they're, they're in the wrong, what they're doing, they're going to cut them off. How do I go the, you know, 10 extra miles to do the right thing or to do, take the highest possible road. And if you make it a game, it, it sort of becomes, it, it has helped me. Yeah. And I don't always win the game, Sue, but, uh, um, you know, it, it makes me like, okay, I can see a much higher road, I, you know, and I kind of have always thrived on being sort of different anyway, you know, unique individual. And so it's like, oh, 99% of humans are going to deal with the situation this way. Meanwhile, I can see a much higher way to deal with it. I'm going to do it that way. And then it makes it kind of fun and exciting, even though it is also challenging when you get into that uh, uh, knee jerk reaction kind of moments, that's where it, and it becomes kind of like a fun game. Can I overcome my programming to do something just above and beyond and break out of this mold that I've set myself in that's really limiting me? Right. Absolutely. And yeah, making a game out of it is another another way um, that can help you change the pattern. Yeah. So there's no right or wrong. Again, it's just find what works. And, yep. you know, so it, interestingly enough with the kids, you know, I mean, I have to look at, yes, the kids interact this way. But it always upset me, and that's my dance with this interaction. And so, because I always tried to fix it, I always tried to make sure they got along. That was the rule. You know, we all love each other, right? We all get along. Well, that's kind of bullshit. I can't make them do that. I can't make them right. love each other. And when I right. let go and just go, all right, well, if you guys are going to be both jerks, you can go be jerks somewhere else, and I'm not going to listen to either of you. Right. Yeah. So it, it, <laughs> even though that interaction is me observing it, my reaction to the observation is what I get to do different. And, yeah. you know, when, when I don't get sucked into the drama that they're creating, it tends to dissipate that monster. So, yep. um, you know, cause they're kids, they're, they're, you know, we got yep. teenage testosterone flowing rampant around, <laughs> you know, so what God they, bless your soul. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, what, what's one second, you know, what's happening now, 30 seconds later, they're like, yeah, whatever, you know, and they're yeah. on to the next hey. thing. Whereas I'm over here still, you know, You're right. all bent out of shape because my kids hate each other. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, totally. <sighs> anyway. Uh, well, Sue, as always, thank you so much for coming on and, and sprinkling a little wisdom on the Positive Head podcast. I will anxiously await our next interaction. And until then, uh, journey well. Thank you so much as you too. All right, everyone. Well, that gets down to it for today. Uh, 
Thank you guys, as always. We do have some music queued up here. Um, and this is by uh, an artist called Gardens and Villas. And this particular song is called Carrizo Plain. We are indeed all intertwined. And before we check out the musical tastings for today, I would like to add this podcast is definitely a labor of love for Dalian and I. So if you have enjoyed this positive download from our hearts and minds to yours, please take a minute, give us a rating or review on iTunes. Since iTunes is the holy grail of all things podcasting, uh, your good reviews help us to reach more listeners. Also, we would be extremely appreciative if you would tell your friends and family about the show. Our sincere intent with the Positive Head podcast is to spread positivity to the world because, well, because we're selfish, quite honestly. Uh, I say that jokingly, but really only halfway joking. I'm referring to the good kind of selfish based on the knowing that we all get what we give in this life because when we give, we're actually always giving to extensions of self since we're all really one in the same consciousness, just in different bodies. So if you want to be a good selfish along with us by helping to spread the positivity, by all means, please proceed to shout about the Positive Head podcast from your rooftop. <laughs> Otherwise. As you continue on your fabulous journey in this 3D reality, be sure to remember this. As long as you ain't dead, you're already positive ahead. Journey well, everyone, and thank you for being.
Oh. Uh-huh. 